Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, Scott with you. Uh, 99 Lip Balloons, Nina. If you ever saw the uh, live performance uh, she put on, a lot of energy back in the day. I think she ended up doing like the German version of The Voice or whatever uh, for a number of years. But there was an Edmonton mythology around that song when it came out in the mid-1980s that it was dedicated to Wayne Gretzky and it had absolutely nothing to do with it. Uh, But it is uh, number 99's 60th today. Uh, More on that a little bit later on uh, today's edition of Oilers Now. Is uh, we head off to Winnipeg in a uh, combination role this year. Those are always the best, may I add. Uh, the new color analyst on CJOB of the Winnipeg Jets is former Edmonton-based uh, sportscaster, broadcaster, Jamie Thomas. And we welcome him back to our show. Jamie, how are you doing? Bob, fantastic. I'm freezing here. Uh, we were we were spoiled for most of winter, and now it was a nice, it's a balmy minus 30 here today. So, well, it's not much warmer here, Jamie. You know that. I mean, and you know, you're, you're, all you need is a couple more glasses of wine at night after the game. You'll be okay. <laughs> it's really that simple, actually. I, I don't know why more people don't do that. Yeah, uh, two glasses at red at night, one uh, shot of Bailey's in the coffee in the morning, and you're fine. Trust me, keeps the heart rate down and everything. Uh, Jamie is our winner style headliner brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Uh, It just might be the uh, best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk. That's W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Jamie, I remember Rod Phillips uh, asked me, one of the first questions he asked me, the Bears had 
won the 0708 Nationals, and I came over in the summer of 08 to do the color. And Rod goes, uh, first road trip. He goes, by the way, how many games did the Bears lose last year that you broadcast? I'm like, well, I, I go, they lost, they lost three. And he goes, well, I got news for you, Stoff. Uh, we're probably going to lose 35 or 40, so you need to understand how to relax after a loss, after a game. Win or, win or lose, we still booze either way. So that was, uh, you know, Rod, Rod knew how to have a little bit of fun with the job. Now, I, I know some, uh, are you still doing the web stuff as well for the Jets on top of the color? I do a little bit like I contribute now. Instead of the Jets TV anchor, the pre and post game show. Now I contribute. I am a guest and analyst on the show. And then I do a little bit of web stuff. One of the things, and you know, this too, writing to me is the hardest part of broadcasting by far. It's just, uh, something I've, kind of like doing but if i can not do a whole lot of it it's i'll avoid it so i do five storylines and that's about it yeah uh i used to have a i used to have a ghostwriter uh for my call of as you know the Edmonton son his name yeah. is his name is rob and people can figure out who was taking a look at it for me every uh set, uh used to run in uh the paper on sunday and it makes me yeah. appreciate appreciate the works of all the writers out there right now hey uh no so you do the so you do the color now have you traveled with the team this year or are you stuck uh uh in the peg uh, all season long I'm stuck tag unless things change a little bit. Uh, in order for the, the role of safety, Bob, we are staying in Winnipeg at uh, CGOB in a nice conference room that they set out for us. Very nice setup, but, man, I would love to go on the road. Yeah, uh, ours is heated, whereas when we're in the building <laughs> broadcasting the home games, it's like s- 7 or 8 degrees. So uh, we're, enjoy- we're enjoying time at Shed. You know what I mean, my man? Yeah, yeah, it's so cold in Bell MTS place too. They've got it cranked up, and I'm like, no, there's no people in the building, man. You don't have to crank it up as much as you do right now. Yeah, it's it's crazy stuff. All right, let's get to it. Uh, the trade, uh, and, and for the record, I think the Jets crushed them in the deal. But I'd like to get your thoughts on the trade that shook down uh, on the weekend. Yeah, it, like, like it wasn't popular amongst the fans here, but I, I think first off, you always have to look at the fact there was a conversation that Patrick Lyon didn't get a chance on the top line. He did. He got a lot of time last year with Blake Wheeler and Mark Shifley, and analytically speaking, it didn't work out. For whatever reason, we don't know why, it just wasn't a perfect fit. So I think Patrick got a lot of opportunities here. To, what he wanted was those top-line minutes. He played on the top power play. But I will say this about him as he goes out and joins the Jackets. His 200-foot game got a lot better. Uh, I think he's starting to realize that power forward part of his game is, is integral to his success. So he leaves here a pretty good, a, a, a darn good player. But bringing in Dubois makes the Jets a whole lot deeper up the middle. I mean, you can throw Shifley, Dubois, Lowry, and then Nate Thompson when he comes back. We could throw uh, Paul Stassi as your fourth line center, but I think they're going to use Paul Stassi as a wing. You have the option with Andrew Kopp now to move up and down the lineup, and Nikolai Ehlers is starting to you know really flourish in that idea that he has to shoot the puck more. So you have so many weapons up front. Your top six, top nine is the envy, I think, of a lot of teams in the National Hockey League. So I, I like the deal. Also, we shouldn't forget Jack Roslevic was never going to be in the top six here, so he won another opportunity and he'll likely get that down in Columbus. Yeah, the strength down the middle, the top I mean, they got two number one centers for me. Yes. I mean, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. let me ask you this. Did the things change for Patrick Liney because of how good of a player Kyle Cotter has become? That helps, right? Now you have they've they've adjusted the power play too, Bob. You always saw Patrick Liney on his offside 
setting up that one-timer. Now you have two shooters on the flanks. You've got Kyle Connor on one side and Mark Shifley on the other side. Both very good. Mark Shifley is basically in the spot where Patrick Lane was. And you put Blake Wheeler down low, and you have multiple options there. So it's uh, Kyle Connor's uh, 200-foot game and the way he's got better and better every year really has helped that idea that you can move on from Patrick Lane, especially when you add somebody so talented up the middle as uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois. So Kyle Connor has been outstanding. Uh, I can't even begin to say his shot. Like, he doesn't have a big slap shot, but when he's so good and tight, uh, he's got a quick release. There's just so many parts of his game that are have been exemplary the last couple of years or this whole time, basically, since he's become a full-time player. He's got 103 goals the last three seasons. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's a sniper. He's got 30 goals each year. We're joined by Jamie Thomas. He's the Jets uh, radio analyst on CJOB. Um, yeah, tremendous depth, uh, top two centers-wise. Just circling back to, to Shifley and Wheeler, was, mm-hmm. there a, I, I, was there a disconnect between, specifically Wheeler is one of the leaders on that team, between Blake Wheeler and Patrick Line at times? I don't think so. And Wheeler talked about this the other day. The only thing ever was he said he didn't maybe speak up enough, right? Maybe something Patrick did bugged him, but he didn't speak up about it. Uh, didn't get to him enough. You know, there was that conversation in the rumor that they didn't get along. But Wheeler talked about it even last year. He had to soften up a little bit. And and I think he did that last year. And then I don't think there was any problems uh, overall in the first place, right? So you just want... You're, he's a 30-year-old player, knows what it takes every day, what to do to be an NHLer and, and how privileged it is to play in the National Hockey League. Anyone that comes in that, that young doesn't fully understand that. So I think you're trying to send that message across, as any captain or any veteran player would do with a younger player. So I didn't see them butting heads. I'm not in the dressing room, but I think it's just basically a guy trying to help somebody get better and be an everyday pro instead of every other day kind of guy. Two years ago, Nikolai Ehlers was trade bait. What happened? What's changed changed for him? Uh, Paul Maurice continually telling him, you have to have that shooter's mentality. And I think you've seen it. Or, you know, you saw it in the game against the Oilers. You saw it through that three-game series against the Ottawa Senators. He's starting to shoot the puck a lot more. He has the speed. He has the ability, the elusiveness to get away from guys. Now he's got to shoot the puck. Now you're not trying to get the puck to Patrick Laine as much as you used to. Now you've got a centerman in Paul Stassi that's really great at getting you the puck. So he uh, is starting to become more aggressive in the other end. I think you saw it last year. He wasn't backing down from anybody. Um, and now it, he's, he's just starting to flourish on the line with Stassi and Andrew Kopp. So it's just shooting the puck first and ask questions later. And I think Nikolai Euler has kind of caught on to that now. How much do the Jets organization like Adam Lowry because he's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season? Oh, they love him. Like, it, it, there's the, the fact that you have that size up the middle and you can put him against the other team's best when Mark Shifley, Blake Wheeler's line, and Kyle Connor can't go up because of, you know, line changes on the road or even here at home. Um, he's just that guy and can contribute offensively. He has that ability. He showed it in the Western Hockey League with the Swift Current Broncos, and he showed it at times here. It's I, I think it's a big focus for them to bring him back here next year, especially, you know, to keep that depth up the middle. Um, and Adam Lowry is as important to anybody in the, in the Jets' top nine as there is. I love him. I've always liked him yeah, as a player. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, and he plays with an edge, too, right? Now you have two centermen in Pierre-Luc Dubois and Andrew, Adam Lowry that can play with an edge, so it, it's hard to get the thought of even thinking of not having him back next year.
We're joined by Jets radio analyst Jamie Thomas, Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you in Oilers now. For the listeners that are unaware, it's my belief that the decision for Edmonton at 22 in 2017 came down to two players. And talk about a Mutt and Jeff combo. Uh, it was for Edmonton, Kyler Yamamoto, who's, I think, got everybody excited in oil country. Christian Veselainen. Is he yeah. is he gone for a bit from prospect to suspect here? How would you assess what you're seeing out of him? Yeah, it's. I mean, the one thing I will say is he's gotten a lot stronger. Uh, he's worked on that aspect of his game, and I think he's kind of got a whole new outlook on life too. You know, it didn't come easy when he had his first pro season. Uh, it didn't come easy when he went down to the American Hockey League, and now he's kind of figured out a little bit. But he had an opportunity the other day, and it just didn't. Uh, I mean, one game you can't base a whole lot off of. I think you're going to get a few more looks at him, but the way the roster is starting to work itself out now, you're not going to get rid of Nate Thompson. You're not going to take out Trevor Lewis because Paul Maurice loves veteran players on the fourth line. And Jansen Harkis has kind of jumped in front of him in, on, the, on, the, on the depth chart. So it's going to be pretty tough for Kristen Veselainen to find his way on the Jets roster. So I'm, I'm not going to say suspect just yet, but it's going to be very tough for him to get up to that top prospect uh, headlining very soon. Very little progression for Lark, uh, for Harkins in the WHL 15, 16, 16, 17 seasons after going in the second round of the 15 draft. Yeah. What, ch- what changed for him? Like he, he To me, he was a guy that, eh, I don't know if he's going to ever play an NHL game. And mm-hmm. what, what happened there? <laughs> I, it, I think it was opportunity in the American Hockey League. He, he had a lot more ice time uh, last in the first two months of the American you know, Hockey League season last year with the Manitoba Moose, and then he puts up 30 points in 31 games in the AHL, and I think he's player of the month in November. So all of a sudden, the light comes on. Because I was the same with you. I'm like, I don't know about this guy. Like, a second-round pick hasn't really – I didn't notice him at any of the training camps that I had seen. I'd only been – last year was my third. This is my fourth. And I really didn't notice him. And then he came up to the American National. Hockey League started getting confidence, uh, was named to the American Hockey League All-Star Game, and all of a sudden we've got an NHL player. Uh, Paul Maurice tried him up the middle uh, the last one of the last games against Ottawa just to see, you know, some flexibility there. But he likes what he generates from the wing, so he, he'll start on the left side uh, on the fourth line here tonight. But he's he's been great. His speed is there. Like anybody that's the, where the light kind of turns on, he's starting to get a lot more confident. So it, there's no question about his speed. There's no question about his grit and going to the front of the net. Uh, but I think that there's still a lot more we're going to see from Jansen Harkins going forward for the Jets. Yeah, a lot of people would suggest, uh, Jamie, that the Jets certainly are as good in the top six as anybody in Canada. Mm-hmm. But if there, but if there's a concern about what it, is it fair to say, you know, question marks with the defense? Yeah, it's easy to say that. But what I've seen so far, Bob, is like, Last year was a disaster. Hard to lose four of your top six defensemen, and and you know lose Dustin Bufflin before training camp the way they did. But what they've did is there's a lot more continuity on the blue line this year. So it was supposed to be Josh Morrissey and Tucker Pullman. Tucker Pullman clearly in the COVID uh, CRPA situation right now. So that's put Dylan DeMello up with Josh Morrissey. That's a fine setup. But the the best pairing so far, Bob, has been uh, Derek Forbert and and Neil Pionk are quite familiar with one another because they're from the same area down south in Duluth. Uh, They've worked really well together. They worked together in the offseason. They worked through the summer. They came together in training camp. They've been a solid pair to uh, one another. And then there's kind of this this emergence of a guy that was lost uh, as a first-round pick, Logan
Morgan Stanley, who was picked uh, the second pick in the first round, the same year that Patrick Laine was selected in 2016. He's played 140-plus games in the American Hockey League and then comes here and starts using that size, and he's starting to see his confidence. So he's paired right now with Nathan Beaulieu, who is that heart and soul kind of guy will back up anybody, fight anybody, and block any shot that's thrown his way. And they've kind of slowed up things that way. Um, they're a lot better than they were a year ago because of continuity and just the, the surprise emergence of, of Logan Stanley, who's been solid since he's been called up in the American Hockey League. Yeah, Boyle last year uh, taking the fight uh, with Milan Lucic during the playing series. Jamie, yeah. it's maybe it's too simple to say, but... I mean, do the Jets go where Connor Hellebuck takes them ultimately in between the pipes? Yeah, he hasn't had – that game against Toronto, yes. I will say, like, that that was his game. He made 20 out of 22 saves in the, in the second period in their second game of the year. He's, he was that guy that we saw for a big chunk of the first three months last season as the Jets back in, kind of got themselves in, in order. But – if he he can't come down from that play, he can't come away from that because there's going to be some tough nights, especially with the quality of the of the teams going like the Leafs and the Oilers and the four groups that are assembled, the Flames. So he's going to have to be what he was last year. I just don't think he'll be as busy, but the chances are going to come. And we saw that late uh, Sunday against the Oilers here uh, with Lauren Brisbane. Awesome stuff. Thank you for your time, Jamie. We'll touch base down the road. Okay, Bob, let's see. I hope we see each other before, to, you know, before the season ends, at least. I, I hope things change, absolutely. <laughs> that, that is uh, Winnipeg Jets radio analyst Jamie Thomas from our uh, sister station, CJOB in... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winnipeg. It is 149 in Edmonton. When we come back in Oilers now, we'll get to this day in Oilers history and bang off some text. All right, all right, all right. 
underrated band from the late 70s, early 80s? Late, late 70s. Era yes. More, I'll answer that right now. Yes. <laughs> you're going to go, you're going to say they're underrated? You know what? I, I, I was playing Hold the Line for my friends the other day, and, and the response was, Toto had another song? And I, I was very disappointed. So, yes, underrated, especially amongst my generation. There you go. Uh, today, as we go to List Day and Oilers History and back at the 630 Jet Studios, Brendan Escott. What do you got, Brendan? Well, we've been talking about it. On this day in 1961, Wayne Gretzky is born in Brantford, Ontario to Phyllis and Walter Gretzky. Uh, his 20-year NHL career, pretty tough to summarize, but he finished up a 15-time All-Star, 4-time Cup winner, 10-time Art Ross winner, 9-time Hart Memorial Award winner, uh, 5 times with the Lester B. Pearson and Lady Bing, a couple con Smice to his credit, in nine seasons with the NHL's Edmonton Oilers, he put up 1,669 points in 696 games. And for those of you listening to the show that had the privilege of watching it, it was off the charts. I mean, they were electrifying. And its I, I know it's hard for the group that maybe grew up with Doug Waite and Bill Garrett to even comprehend how dominant they were and, and how much of a rock star team they were and how he made everybody else better. And we have spoken about this over the years, dating back to my total sports time on another station at another time. Uh, but just, you know referencing Peter Zosky's game of our lives and the word osmosis and because Mark, Mark Messier had the physical tools nobody saw Mark Messier developing the touch and the abilities to make like when Mark Messier broke in the NH, and he, and he only scored like 11 goals his first year in the league he was a hard-nosed tough guy that could be a little bit dirty once in a while and get the jump on you in a fight and stuff, but he just kept on getting better. And part of that was because of the practice pace that they had uh, because Gretzky was driving. Glenn Anderson and Yari Curry, it took Yari Curry some time. Didn't happen overnight with Yari Curry. Coming over at a little bit older age, he didn't come over at 18. But those guys continuously, and again, but when you have a guy like Gretzky in terms of what he could do, imagine being the defense parents going up against those guys on three-on-two drills. And if in, I think an argument can be made to a certain extent that we have maybe already seen a little bit of something similar occur in Edmonton with Leon Dreisaitl. Because as much as Corey Clouston, the former head coach of the Prince Albert Raiders, told me back in 2014, Bob, this guy's going to be way better than all you guys think he's going to be. And I'm like, well, I think he's pretty damn good. Like, I think he's going to be a 25-goal, 75-point NHL player. And Corey said to me, he's got a way higher ceiling than that. I didn't think that it would be 50 goals two years ago, one of two guys in the league, and the Hart Trophy last year. And I think part of that is, to credit to Dreisaitl, but practicing with McDavid, playing with McDavid, and, you know, if there could be some progression with some other younger forwards in that regard, and then the chance to practice, you know, with some of the younger defensemen that will get worked in a row to Nursenberry, obviously a top pairing right now for Edmonton, but what happens with Broberg and Bouchard practicing and playing with those guys? And that's some of what made 99s better. He was a great teammate, but he made other people better around him. And that's what the best guys do. It's that simple. All right, enough pontification here on Oilers Now. Uh, thank you for listening once again today. We will tell you that uh, the Oilers versus the Jets from Bell MTS Place, the face-off show will begin at 4.30 today 
uh, puck drop at uh, 6.30. Should have mentioned Royal Pizza Pizza Pass and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Royal Pizza offers curbside pickup and takeout options for a menu and a list of 13 Edmonton area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop recommendation, the Mediterranean Chicken. So we got the pregame show at 4.30. Puck drop at 6. Tomorrow, uh, full recap of the game. We'll have Brian Lawton on from the NHL Network for our friends at Mattress Superstore. Dave Staples from the Cult of Hockey and NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Coming up on 6.30 Ched uh, Afternoons today will be Dr. Lydia Mill John from the University of Windsor to talk about whether or not we're going to have an election coming up here in the near future and what parties uh, would have the most to gain or lose. I'm going to tell you right now, the Liberals would have the most to gain if we had an election in the short term. That would be my uh, uh, perspective on things. Uh, prior to the 6.30 chat afternoons of Jalen Nye, Kevin Robertson with a global news weather traffic update. So long, everybody. From Oilers Now, I'll rejoin you at 4.30. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.